is here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin here, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Speaker of House Kevin McCarthy obviously has announced that the House will open a impeachment inquiry. And before I play what he said, and he's asked to be on the program, and he will be in about an hour and a half. I want to tell you what I just posted. The Ukrainian prosecutor who was fired as a direct result of Joe Biden threatening to withhold $1 billion in U.S. aid has specifically stated he was investigating Burisma, the corrupt company that Hunter Biden was serving on. Joe obstructed that investigation. According to Ken Buck and his new friends in the Democrat Party media, he's a Republican from Colorado, this is not evidence of anything. Joe Biden spoke to an untold number of Hunter Biden's foreign clients, including top officials with ties to the Communist Party regime in China. But this, according to Ken Buck and his new friends in the Democrat Party media, is not evidence of anything. Hunter took an untold number of trips with Joe on Air Force Two, where he met with numerous foreign officials in countries and with governments in which Hunter was doing business or wanted to do business. According to Ken Buck and his new friends in the Democrat Party, so what? Joe Biden knew, as a matter of fact, that Hunter was representing officially or even unofficially numerous foreign businesses. That's more than enough. Under the very broad language of FARA, by the way, where you're supposed to register as an agent, that's more than enough to be required to register under FARA. Therefore, Joe Biden assisted his son in violating FARA which does not require payment of any kind. It is not a specific intent crime. He's a co-conspirator. In other words, either you do it or you don't. It's a registration requirement. Joe Biden's staff and Hunter's business associates were in constant contact. I guess they were just buddies. And there's a ton more. Of course, for impeachment purposes, you do not require evidence of a crime under the criminal code. 
Ken Buck might not know this, but there was no federal criminal code when the Constitution was ratified, nor is there a requirement of the kind of evidence required to convict in a courtroom or beyond a reasonable doubt standard. But let's be clear, the list of Joe Joe Biden impeachment issues that I just quickly assembled here is far, far more compelling than any information that was brought against Donald Trump. He neither blackmailed the president of Ukraine. Zelensky said he was not blackmailed. Biden did on tape. Nor did he commit high crimes or misdemeanors on January 6th when there was no House inquiry. Just a railroad job by the House Democrats with support from a mere 10 Republicans. A quick vote, followed by a Stalinist trial in the Senate, while Trump was a private citizen, in which Trump was found innocent. Now, as for Kevin McCarthy not taking a vote of the House to initiate an impeachment inquiry, Nancy Pelosi set the precedent for this. The sword cuts both ways, and in this case, it certainly should. As an aside, Matt Gates is whining all the time, this time that McCarthy was too slow to act or whatever. Actually, his beef is with Jim Jordan, James Comer, Jason Smith, the three investigative committee chairmen who specifically said they need time to build a preliminary case before an impeachment inquiry. So I don't know why we're shooting each other at this point. Plow forward with the impeachment inquiry. And on my show Sunday on Fox, I asked Jim Jordan specifically if there would be an impeachment inquiry, and he said yes, he felt this month. I asked him if there would be a vote, he said, or if he had a majority, if he had enough for the vote, he said he thought they did. So McCarthy decided to do a a, uh, Pelosi. And that's good. Because it's the only way to stop the Democrats. The only way. You do to them what they do to you. Now, there's a piece by Bill McGurn in the Wall Street Journal. He's probably the last remaining. Maybe there's another one. Serious editorial writers there. He says, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says impeachment should be rare because normalizing impeachment isn't good for the country's right. But House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is calling for an impeachment inquiry which he says is a natural step forward based on evidence that has been uncovered by the House Committee investigating oversight, judiciary, and ways and means. This includes learning that Joe Biden lied during the 2020 debates when he categorically denied Hunter was paid millions from China and said the laptop was Russian disinformation and that the then vice president had dinner. And I had not read this before I wrote my piece, but it doesn't matter. The evidence is obvious to everybody. And that the then vice president had dinners with his son's business partners and spoke to them on speakerphone when Hunter called. And that his two internal IRS agents have testified the Justice Department sandbagged an IRS investigation. And that a Biden staffer emailed Hunter, business associate Eric Schwerin, confirming that the vice president had signed off on talking points Mr. Schwerin had supplied about Burisma. All this from a man who claims he knew nothing about his son's business. Folks, any one of those or any one of the issues I mentioned is enough for an impeachment inquiry based on the standardless attack on Trump and the first impeachment, but even based on more. So when I hear these rhinos, like Karl Rove and his buddies, or when I hear the Republicans in the Senate who are lazy and useless, 
And when I hear this guy, Ken Buck, I scratch my head and say, what, are you all stupid? What's with you? With three House committees already investigating, an impeachment inquiry might appear superfluous. But there are practical advantages. To name one, would enhance the power of House subpoenas. Congressional oversight must be tethered to a legislative purpose, and that includes the subpoenas for information such as the tax and bank records House investigators are asking for, and they've been blocked. By contrast, when a subpoena is part of an impeachment inquiry, Congress is acting at the apex of its power and its ability to compel witness testimony and demand documents. An impeachment inquiry doesn't require a legislative purpose because it's in the damn Constitution, which gives its subpoenas more force in the courts. It also gives the House more negotiating leverage with, say, justice and the IRS. If done judiciously, an impeachment inquiry would be a roadblock, for, excuse me, would be a road back from the way Nancy Pelosi stacked every procedural deck and cut every congressional corner to get Donald Trump. Pelosi announced the first Trump impeachment inquiry all by herself, holding a vote after it was already underway, and then proceeded with closed-door testimony and limits on defense witnesses. In the second impeachment, she rushed to vote on impeachment without hearings or an opportunity for the president to present a defense. And what he doesn't say here is that the Senate had a rump Stalinist trial to railroad Trump while he was a private citizen. And this reporter on CNN, what is her name? Dana something or other. Is it Lash? Is that it? Bash, I apologize. Dana Bash, she says... Do you impeach a president? Do you, do you impeach president for the acts of vice president? So now the, the lawyers for the White House are feeding CNN and the usual parrots over there repeating what they hear. Can, that, can you actually do that? Can you, can you impeach president? Vice president? Yes. Fifty years ago, at a press conference in Orlando, Richard Nixon told a television audience the American people have to know whether or not their president is a crook. Mr. Biden's case, they also deserve to know whether the Justice Department has been compromised. By month's end, Republicans will decide whether an impeachment increase is the only way they'll get these answers. Well, actually, it was decided, and correctly so, today by McCarthy. And I don't know why this guy, Gates, is chewing on McCarthy's heels over this, but I don't much care. He's chewing on somebody's heels all the time. I'm not even talking about the budget here. Now we're talking about an impeachment inquiry here. Now here's McCarthy today at a news conference. Not to be confused with McConnell, who's staring at the ceiling in the building over there at the Senate. McCarthy actually can speak. Cut one, go. You know, the months that we were gone and the weeks... House Republicans have uncovered serious and credible allegations into President Biden's conduct. Taken together, these allegations paint a picture of a culture of corruption. Now, here's what we know so far. Through our investigations, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings. Eyewitnesses have testified that the president joined on multiple phone calls and had multiple interactions. Dinners resulted in cars and millions of dollars into his son's 
and his son's business partners. We know that bank records show that nearly $20 million in payments were directed to the Biden family members and associates through various shale companies. The Treasury Department alone has more than 150 transactions involving the Biden family and other business associates that were flagged as suspicious activity by U.S. banks. Even a trusted FBI informant has alleged a bribe to the Biden family. Biden used his official office to coordinate with Hunter Biden's business partners about Hunter's role in Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company. Finally, despite these serious allegations, it appears that the president's family has been offered special treatment by Biden's own administration. Treatment that not otherwise would have received if they were not related to the president. These are allegations of abuse of power, obstruction, and corruption. And they warrant further investigation by the House of Representatives. Now, I can understand why Democrats reject this. Because they hate our country. And they want power for themselves. So they're not to be taken seriously. They're a dangerous group of reprobates, miscreants, and malcontents. But I cannot understand a single Republican who would say, no, 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 there's not enough information there. Whether it's the Hunter Biden deal, which was really intended to protect Joe Biden, even the current, likely, they say, indictment on gun charges, again, as I've explained from day one, intended to protect this president from any tax issues or other related issues. The cover-up by the mob boss, the so-called Attorney General of the United States, the IRS whistleblower testimony about uh, obstruction into their investigations coming out of the Department of Justice. There's just a ton of information here, tons. And I'm afraid Mr. Buck and others don't understand how the Constitution works. The Constitution came before the criminal statutes. High crimes and misdemeanors meant when they adopted, when they drafted, adopted, and ratified the Constitution. They meant very severe acts, and there's a lot of history behind this. There's a lot of contemporaneous notes that were taken at the time. That is, major offenses of a public kind, of a public trust kind, against the United States and the people of the United States. By misdemeanors, they didn't mean jaywalking. There were no federal jaywalking laws, but they didn't mean jaywalking, a misdemeanor are parading on public property. By high crimes, they didn't mean committing an act of murder, robbery. And they left it to the common sense and they hoped the virtue of members of the House of Representatives to come up with their own application based on the conduct of the president. It's not a grab bag of anything you want and everything you think, but that's exactly how Pelosi used it. That's not how the Republicans are using it. They have painstakingly used subpoenas, witnesses, evidence, bank records, to pull together an overwhelming case of potential high crimes and misdemeanors against Joe Biden. 
and they want to be so careful about it, they are conducting a real inquiry where there will be hearings, where there will be testimony and all the rest, which they never did for Trump. Not in the first impeachment and certainly not in the second impeachment. I'll be right back. Lupin. You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios, and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. I went over in that last segment, so only a minute or so here, and then I want to continue after the break. But in the meantime, I want to remind you of a fantastic weekend of television programming coming up on Life, Liberty, and Levin. My brand new show, starting on Saturday, it'll be the first Saturday show same time, 8 p.m. Eastern, and all other times throughout the country. We're going to have the great Dr. Thomas Sowell. And following Thomas Sowell, we're going to have the great Dr. Victor Davis Hanson. It's going to be a show for the ages, so I hope you can watch. Sunday night, I will cover the first half of the program, and our buddy Stephen Miller will be on the second half of the program. And so the book will officially be launched, really, this Friday with Hannity, and on Sunday as well. So I really hope you'll watch. Now remember, we have DVR for a reason. You can record. You say, well, I got a football game. Well, I got to go here. Well, whatever. Just go to your DVR and set the record. 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday and Sunday. I'll be right back. You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios, and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Mark doesn't suffer fools well. So, if you're a fool, 
Don't call 877-381-3811. Does it get any crazier? I mean, this candidate running in Virginia, have you heard about this, America? As a Democrat, of course. She's a nurse. She has two kids. Her husband's a lawyer. And honestly, I don't know about all this stuff, but there's apparently a porn site where they were having sex acts for donations of some kind, of money. And many clips of this. Now, she has two kids. Now, she's running as a Democrat, as you can imagine, for the Virginia House of Delegates. I believe her honorary campaign chairman is Eric Swalwell, but I'm not 100% certain of that. I just assumed. And maybe, and maybe she has Bill Clinton's back, if you get my drift. Now, all that aside, she's attacking Republicans for humiliating her and her family. Uh, excuse me? You do these disgusting things, you have two children, you're a nurse, you have a dummy husband who's a slip-and-fall lawyer or something. You're the nominee by the Democrat Party, and you're blaming the Republicans. And by the way, the Democrats, not one, has asked her to step down. Because the Democrat Party will back anyone and anything for power. But isn't it time we put an end to this, America? Virginia? Anyway, uh, Kevin McCarthy. No, no. Let's play something we've never played on this program. And that is the audio of Joe Biden obstructing justice. Now, the reason I didn't play it is because other hosts play it to the point where you actually get nauseous. It's just over and over. Listen to that. Listen to that. Oh, no, I can't take it anymore. I try not to do that here. I'm very studious about that. So we've never played it. So let's play it now. So Ken Buck can understand what we're talking about. Go. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there's another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state Oh, that Yatsenyuk, he's a real joker. Go, go ahead. I said, no, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. Now, why would he reach into any country whatsoever and worry about who a prosecutor is? This is the same jackass who just gave $6 billion to the Islamo-Nazi regime in Iran. Does he know who the chief prosecutor is there? Chief prosecutor there? Where they're sentencing gay people to death? 
where they're torturing, raping, brutalizing young women? Who's the chief prosecutor in Iran? Does anybody know? No. Does anybody care? Nobody's even thinking about it. But Joe Biden, when he was vice president, he was concerned about that in Ukraine. As president, he's not concerned about that in Iran or anywhere else for that matter. You got the guy on videotape, for God's sakes. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't see any evidence of high crimes of Mr. I, I don't see it. No, I know. And then the idiot at CNN. Can you impeach a president based on what he did as vice president? Oh, I don't know. Can you impeach a president without a hearing? Can you impeach a president accusing him of things like sedition and insurrection and not even hold a hearing, not even hold a real trial? And the man has since gone to Mar-a-Lago. He's not even president anymore. Can you do that in a second impeachment? Uh, of course, he can do it. You understand. I'm convinced more than ever before that you truly have to have a low IQ. Except for a very few exceptions to be a reporter. All you do is you sit at your desk and you receive leaks from the government. The Democrat Party. And you spew them. That's all. That's all you have to do. How hard is that? Why do you have to go to journalism school for that? Any monkey can do that. More on Kevin McCarthy at the news conference today. Cut two. Go. That's why today... I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. That's exactly what we want to know. The answers. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. This effort will be led by Chairman James Comer, at the Committee on Oversight, in coordination with Chairman Jim Jordan for Judiciary Committee, and Chairman Jason Smith on Ways and Means. Now, I do not make this decision lightly. And regardless of your party or who you voted for, these facts should concern all Americans. The American people deserve to know that the public offices are not for sale and that the federal government is not being used to cover up the actions of a politically associated family. Now, I would encourage the president and his team to fully cooperate with this investigation in the interests of transparency. We are committed to getting the answers for the American public. Nothing more, nothing less. We will go wherever the evidence takes us. You know, I I want you to compare this guy to McConnell or John Boehner or Paul Ryan. I want you to compare him to all these people. And don't tell me there's no difference. Now, again, I may not agree on the budget stuff. We'll find out soon enough. We'll find out soon enough. So what, even if we do? Does anybody honestly believe that John Boehner would have conducted himself this way, or Paul Ryan. You see what's going on in the Senate, particularly among the leading four or five Republicans there. They are lazy. They're unserious. They're quizzlings. They carry the bags for the Democrats, 
Every now and then they'll kick up a little dust just to show you that they exist. They talk about the judges. Well, for the most part, they rubber stamp the judges, which is why Biden's appointed more judges than any president since John Kennedy. Even more than Trump and Reagan. And they appointed a lot in the first two years of their presidencies. Tell me, what have they done there in the Senate to fight about the border? Absolutely nothing. Inflation. They contributed to it. So why is all the pressure on the Republican leadership in the House? Whether you agree with them or not. There's a whole lot of Republicans out there who aren't carrying their water, aren't carrying their weight. The majority of Republicans in the Senate and many of the Republicans in the House. And by the way, I've made an effort today. We're going to have Chip Roy on tomorrow. He's an old dear buddy of mine, but we're going to, I have to ask him some questions, and not just him, but I want to ask everybody. What exactly is the conservative position in the House? Now, if it were me, my position would be slash cut. Yes, secure the border. There's a whole bunch of things that can be done, but they don't have one position, the conservatives in the House. You've got disparate positions. You've got different conservative entities within the House. Everybody needs to get their act together. We're facing tyranny here. And they're blowing out the budget. And Chuck Schumer's setting them up. He's setting them up with the help of the Republicans in the Senate. And I'll get to that a little later. So it's not just the House leadership, although it might certainly be in significant part. But it's other Republicans in the House. You should be able to name one, two, three, four things. That's it. Not 12 things, or we're thinking about this or that. or You know, the Freedom Caucus wants this. The 21 want that. The This Caucus wants that. I'm talking about conservatives. I'm not worried about the moderates and the rhinos. Now, you want to hear something sickening? That's Chuck Schumer's voice. But it's more than sickening. He literally calls an impeachment inquiry a witch hunt. Now, he pushed for a criminal investigation of Trump on Russia collusion without any evidence. He pushed for the first impeachment of Trump. He pushed for the second impeachment of Trump. Chuck Schumer is a hemorrhotic. Do you folks remember what a hemorrhotic is? Do you remember Mr. Producer? It's the name I give to human hemorrhoids. He's a hemorrhotic. He's not just a bleeding heart Marxist. He's a bleeding hemorrhotic. And so let's listen to the bleeding hemorrhotic. Chucky Schmucky Schumer at the press conference today that he gave. Cut four, go. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better. The American people want us to spend and spend and borrow and borrow. The American people want more inflation and more interest rates. A bigger IRS. They want open borders. They want welfare for illegal immigrants. That's right. The American people want more of what the Democrats have given them. 
more centralized government. They want the Democrat Party to keep banning products in their homes. They keep driving up the cost of food and gasoline and utilities. That's what they want. They want the Democrats to do something for the American people. Pass more laws, more regulations, drive up the cost of automobiles, push you into EVs, electric vehicles, and now we're learning the sad truth of how crappy those damn cars are. But it's worse than that. We need more from the Democrats. We want more crime in the streets. More murder, more rape, more mayhem. That's what we get from the Democrats. We want more money given to the Iranian Islamo-Nazi regime. We want more capitulation to the communist Chinese. We want more Democrat policies that impoverish us, that weaken us. Yes, and I'm not done. We want 87,000 new IRS agents to bang on our doors. We want more SWAT teams. We want more of an out-of-control Federal Bureau of Investigation that investigates us, that monitors us. We want more innocent citizens who believe in life to be prosecuted. We want the Catholic Church. We want the Catholic Church to be investigated. We want more censorship. Yes, we're in the witch hunt. We need more Democrat policies that will make our lives better. F this SOB. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what helps me sleep well at night? Physical gold. I'm concerned about what the Biden administration is doing, and I've decided to learn more about gold IRAs to help me diversify. Did you know you can buy gold for your IRA or 401k? Gold can't be tracked like digital currency. No one has to know what you're buying, and there's no way to print more. My best resource for gold IRAs is Augusta Precious Metals. Their track record is no less than phenomenal. Learn why thousands of Americans are getting gold IRAs as part of the retirement portfolios and you need to contact Augusta Precious Metals and get their free guide. I'm serious. Text LEVIN to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. LEVIN to 68592 or go to AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at AugustaPreciousMetals.com. Impeachments will be rare. I think they're only opening one impeachment inquiry against Biden, unlike the Democrats who impeached Trump twice. They had one phony inquiry and one non-inquiry. So there's lots of precedent to work with, thanks to Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and the Democrat Party, thanks to the media in America. Lots of precedent to work with. All kinds of corners to be cut. All kinds of secrecy. All kinds of, you know... uh, References to the Department of Justice for people who refuse to testify, you know, the way they're trying to take out Peter Navarro, among others. All kinds of cool stuff in there, thanks to Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) She was always a dimwit. And look how they build her up like some kind of genius. A stupid has-been. Who hung on to the coattails 
of Philip Burton, a radical left-wing nutjob out of San Francisco, but a power, a force, who paved the way for her. They told her, look at her, she broke the glass, she broke no glass ceiling. If it wasn't for a guy with a opposite genital, genitalia, uh, she would never have been elected to the House of Representatives in the first place. Never. Yes, more from our Democrat Party. We don't need a witch hunt. No, you know what we need? We need more mutilation of our children. And make sure we do it without parental notification. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the Biden administration released a series of documents encouraging gender reassignment surgery and hormone treatments for minors. Page 202, the Democrat Party hates America. This could be in your hands very soon. The Department of HHS Office of Population Affairs released a document titled Gender Affirming Care and Young People. It states in part, and how do I know this? Because I read it. I do my research. Gender affirming care is a supportive form of health care. Consists of an array of services that may include medical, surgical, mental health, non-medical services for transgender and non-binary people. For transgender and non-binary children and adolescents, this is from the pen of Joe Biden. Early gender affirming care is crucial. Early uh, gender affirming care. Little kids. They write is crucial to overhaul health and well-being as it allows the child or adolescent to focus on social transitions and can increase their confidence while navigating the health care system. Now you know why they don't want parents involved, because they want to save their children. There's significant expert opinion, though, folks. Scientific research that finds, quote, if there are not put on this pathway, most kids who suffer gender dysphoria will grow out of it. In fact, 88% to 98% of those struggling with gender dysphoria will accept their biological sex after going through puberty, according to the fifth edition of the American Psychiatric Association Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. This is what I do on my weekends. And I found this in their formal manual. The same day the Biden administration released the gender-affirming care document, Quote, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration National Child Traumatic Stress Network. Oh, my God. Another subset of HHS released a parallel document titled Gender Affirming Care is a Trauma-Informed Care. The HHS documents decide what it calls appropriate treatments for transgender adolescents, including top surgery to create male typical chest shape or enhanced breasts and bottom surgery. Surgery on genitals or reproductive organs, facial, feminization, and other procedures. As usual, the Biden administration and the Democrat Party claim to be defending another victimized group. But by any measure, their desire to destroy the nuclear family, come between parents and their children, brainwash the most vulnerable, and control the upbringing of future generations, that's what creates victims. For them, extremism in the pursuit of power is no vice. Man, I got a whole chapter on this, at least part of a whole chapter. I leave nothing unsaid, nothing undone. The Democrat Party hates America. It's right there, baby. Amazon.com. We'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. 
Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, This is a breaking story. It's a real breaking story. This is from Science.org by John Cohen. CIA bribed its own COVID-19 origin team to reject lab leak theory anonymous whistleblower claims. Agency denies allegation as congressional panel demands information from CIA probe into pandemic start. You see, every one of our institutions has been corrupted in Washington. That's why they need to be broken up. They need to be pushed out to other parts of the country. Washington is poison. And it poisons these Republicans in the Senate, too. The Department of Justice needs to be broken up. There's no reason why it should be the umbrella for so many of these entities. Many of its various divisions and units need to be pushed out to other parts of the country. The cabal of radical leftist judges and other buffoons, former slip-and-fall lawyers now with black robes, that needs to be broken up and the authority to hear cases involving the government need to be pushed to other parts of the country as well. Washington, D.C. is a politically, economically, financially corrupt place. And there's absolutely no reason why Washington, D.C. should be ruling over every corner of this country. No reason whatsoever. Unnamed CIA whistleblowers has made the dramatic allegation that six analysts there were bribed to reject the theory that COVID-19 resulted from a research-related leak of a new coronavirus. According to a press release today from the office of the Republican leading a congressional investigation into the pandemic. You know, these Republicans leading these investigations have been right every time, haven't they? A majority of U.S. intelligence agencies has so far concluded that the COVID-19 pandemic most likely started when SARS-CoV-2 jumped from an infected animal host into people. A wildlife market in Wuhan, China, has received intense attention from researchers as the potential source. But the Department of Energy and FBI so far have favored the so-called lab leak hypothesis, even though none of the agencies has expressed high confidence in their conclusions on COVID-19's origin. CIA, for example, had reportedly said it was unable to determine whether SARS-CoV-2 made a jump, a direct jump from animals to humans or it came from a lab. By the way, that almost never happens. Now, Representative Brad Wenstrup of Ohio, Republican, who chairs the House, of course he's Republican. 
We have a few Republicans who do their damn jobs. Now, most of them don't, but we have a few. But we know the Democrats, none of them do their job. In fact, they undermine us every step of the way. Now, Brad Wenstrup, a Republican Ohio who chairs the House of Representatives Select Committee on the Coronavirus Pandemic, says his panel and the House's Permanent Select Committee on Intel have heard testimony from a whistleblower Quote, presents as a highly credible senior level CIA officer. Now, you remember when we started to get this several months ago about a highly credible senior IRS criminal investigator, a supervisory investigator, and a little information went public, and there was another one that went public. You remember how the media ignored it completely? Then the media trashed these guys. Then there was a hearing, and the Democrats trashed these guys. And the media still trashed these guys. Remember all that? There's only certain whistleblowers they like, whistleblowers who deliver them what they want. That's what journalism school teaches them. The whistleblower alleged the other 16 members supporting the lab origin then received a significant monetary incentive to change their position. Walt Wenstrup and Representative Mike Turner, who chairs the Intelligence Committee. In response to emailed questions from Science... CIA Director of Public Affairs Tammy Cooperman Thorpe challenged the whistleblower's account, quote, at CIA we're committed to the high... Oh, more bullcrap. There was a specific allegation. We don't know what you're committed to. One Strupp and Turner sent a letter to CIA Director William Burns requesting documents and communication. Too bad we don't control. You know, we could send a whole SWAT team there, Mr. Producer. Get all the documents there. U.S. intelligence community has been reluctant to detail how its agencies have come to their tentative and conflicting conclusions about the origin of the virus, recently releasing only minimal information. Let me ask you, does any of this government report to us? Is Congress allowed to see anything from the permanent Democrat Party government? Are we allowed to see anything from the Treasury Department when it comes to these massive wire payments to the Biden uh, crime family? They have to go to the banks? can't see anything from the prosecutors because you'd be interfering with their election. That's the whole point of their investigation. That's the whole point to see what they're up to. Can't get anything from the IRS, of course, unless it's Trump's tax returns that are leaked. Or some judge says, yeah, yeah, you can have those for sure. I'm, I'm curious myself. The greatest way you deal with this kind of tyranny and abuse of power certainly one of them, is to use the same strategy and tactics against those who are using it against us. So when a friend of mine wrote me earlier today and said, you know, McCarthy's not having a vote of the House, and, you know, Trump raised this, and I don't care. What do I care? They did that and worse. We can't play by one set of rules and the other team plays by the other set of rules and they only win and we only lose. Enough of that. I don't care about what's in the weeds and the tactics if, if they've already broken the rules. It's ridiculous. Same here. It's ridiculous. None of these agencies and departments think they are answerable to Congress. 
And when the Democrats in power, they seem to get everything they want. And if you don't give them what they want, they hold you in contempt. Then they turn it over to their favorite prosecutors. And we people are prosecuted. Now, of course, that won't happen because the, the mob boss who runs the organized crime enterprise known as the Department of Injustice, he'll never allow that to happen. But you still push. You still make the case because you're making it to the American people. Not to the Democrat Party and certainly not to the Democrats who control the government. But nothing's transparent anymore. They don't want Joe Biden campaign. I guarantee you, if Joe Biden is the nominee, there will be no debates. And they'll use the argument, well, Trump didn't debate, so what? And we're talking about a general election here, not a primary. That doesn't matter. And the media will say, yeah, that's right. They'll have Scarborough out there with the big bulbous nose. With the <clears throat> deliverance look, the banjo playing inbred on the bridge. Looks like the guy. It's nothing personal, Joe. I could see handing him a banjo and asking him to sit on a bridge and play. Couldn't you, Mr. Producer? Yes, definitely. Hey, we all come with our looks. What can I tell you? So anyway, what about that? CIA. It's funny, you know, 50 years ago, the CIA was under attack by the Democrat Party. I remember the church committee. And they issued a report, I think it was 1976, give or take, condemning the CIA. I remember how they went after the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, and all the rest of it. Today, those institutions have been turned against we the people and are the playthings of the Democrat Party. Those institutions figured out, you want to survive? You want to live a happy life? You want to have a long bureaucratic career? Side with the Democrats. Now, that's not a stupid thing to do because it's probably true. But it's unpatriotic, and it could be illegal. The few researchers have revealed how they cooperated with some of the intelligence agencies. Evolutionary biologist Kristen Anderson of Scripps Research and virologist Robert Gary of Tulane University, who have co-authored studies supporting the zoonotic origin and testified before one strips committee both met with cia agents probing the covid 19 origin over the last few years anderson said that several scientists were part of their team and that they knew their stuff he asserts that the new whistleblower allegation obviously is bs and how does he know that of course he doesn't it's all ludicrous you know could never happen has never happened yeah, always happens. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Is your cell phone in desperate need of replacement? You know the signs, right? Short battery life, so you have to have a charger on hand. Crack screen that gives you glass splinters. Ouch. It's time to put that old phone to rest and upgrade to a new 5G Samsung Galaxy from Pure Talk for free. 
Get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy with two-day battery life, edge-to-edge display, and ultra-strong Gorilla Glass. When you sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, text, and 15-gig data plan for just 35 bucks a month, plus it comes with mobile hotspot. Get all the data you could ever need for half the price of the big carriers on America's most dependable 5G network. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin for your free, super durable 5G Samsung Galaxy when you switch to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250, say Mark Levin. Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. So the Biden administration has given $6 billion to the Islamo-Nazi regime in Iran. $6 billion. But don't worry, they tell us, because they're liars. There are strings attached. What strings attached? How do you have strings attached? To a regime like this. This is what they tell us all the time. They're liars. But don't worry, there's strings attached. They can only use it for humanitarian purposes. And we all know that regime is all about humanitarian purposes. Here's Lester Holt, NBC News. With, uh, who, who are we with? Iranian President Rossi. He's a mass murderer. He's a genocidal maniac. Cut 10, Go. Do you believe you have the right to use that money in any way that you see fit? This money belongs to the Islamic Republic of Iran, and naturally, we will decide, the Islamic Republic of Iran will decide to to spend it wherever uh, we need it. How to spend our money, of course, it is under the authority of the Islamic Republic of Iran. Here's what he's really thinking to himself when he says this. You stupid Americans. We are going to use these six billion dollars to destroy you. To build new illegal weapons. To put them on the drone technology that we stole from you. Six billion dollars. We'd spend as we wish. Now they define humanitarian as killing us. The Biden administration has an enormous amount of blood on its hands, crime on its hands. I want to ask Lester Holt a question. Why won't you go down to the border with your elaborate investigative staff and show us the women who are being raped and brutalized? Show us the conditions under which tens of thousands of little kids are are being stored Show us what's going on with the kidnappers and the drug kingpins and the gangsters. The southern border of the United States is now the most dangerous border of any border in the world. Almost 700 people have been murdered on the southern border. You aware of this? Just came out today. It's the most dangerous border in the world. Now, how many women have been raped? We don't know. How many children have been raped? We don't know. How many been children? How many children have been sold into slavery? We don't know. 
How many women have been sold into sex slavery? We don't know. Now, the Biden administration says it's tracking everybody. Now, of the people who come in, who are actually given court dates, these are administrative judges, not full-fledged judges, who they're supposed to be keeping track of, Mr. Producer, in America? They can't find 20% of them. What's 20% of untold millions? Millions. We've almost now had 6 million illegal aliens come into this country in two and a half years. 6 million. Where are they all? They're everywhere. You see them. I see them. The idiot mayor and the idiot governor of New York, they see them. The idiot mayor in Chicago, he sees them. The idiot governor in, in, uh, in Illinois, well, he doesn't care, you know. There's always some Caribbean island they can go to. He and the missus. It's changed California. It's changed New Mexico. It's changed Arizona. It's changed Nevada. It's changed Georgia. It's changed Virginia. But the, the crowning achievement, they hope, is to change Texas. That's why Biden wants to keep all illegal immigrants in Texas. Because they have children who become citizens, they can vote, and then Texas, for the most part, turns blue, game over, Republicans can never win. I'll be right back. Is your cell phone in desperate need of replacement? You know the signs, right? Short battery life, so you have to have a charger on hand, cracked screen that gives you glass splinters, Ouch. It's time to put that old phone to rest and upgrade to a new 5G Samsung Galaxy from Pure Talk for free. Get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy with two-day battery life, edge-to-edge display, and ultra-strong Gorilla Glass. When you sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, text, and 15-gig data plan for just 35 bucks a month, plus it comes with mobile hotspot. Get all the data you could ever need for half the price of the big carriers on America's most dependable 5G network. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin for your free, super durable 5G Samsung Galaxy when you switch to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250, say Mark Levin. Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. Well, it's a pleasure to have the speaker, Kevin McCarthy, with us. Mr. Speaker, you made a little bit of news today announcing that there would be an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. And weirdly enough, you seem to be attacked from all sides on this. I think it's uh, 100% in order. And uh, tell us what you're thinking. Well, I'll tell you, it's just think in the last months what we have learned, okay? If you take these very serious, incredible allegations into President Biden's conduct, okay, it really paints a picture of a cultural corruption, all right? You first know that the president lied to the American public. He said he had no dealings with his son's business. We now know from his son's partner that he called in to these conference calls. He went to dinners where the family got a Porsche afterwards and millions of dollars. You got $20 million in payments directly to the Biden family. They created these shell companies which had credit cards we don't know what the credit cards paid. Did they pay the president's expenses? 
you have an FBI informant who alleges that the Bidens got a bribe and said you'll never find it because of shell um, com- shell companies. You have the own, now he uses pseudonames where he says he didn't work in his son's business, but in this, when he was vice president, they're sending emails to him under a false name and to Hunter to talk about his conversation with the Ukraine president. You have the president at the time, the vice president, claiming that he held up a billion dollars to change the prosecutor, a billion dollars of American taxpayer money to make Ukraine fire their prosecutor. And now we've learned from the business partner that sat on Burisma's board with Hunter Biden that they were getting a lot of pressure. We also have an email that says a staff member with the vice president sending an email to a business partner in the firm of Hunter Biden saying the vice president has signed off on the Burisma talking points. Mm-hmm. So you have all this, plus you have an, a now an administration that uses their government to give special deals to their family. Now, these are all allegations, but I think we have a right, the American public, to know what's true or not. Impeachment inquiry gives us the power to get those documents to know what's right and what's wrong. I think there's a lot of confusion, Mr. Speaker. You know, um, the Constitution came before any federal criminal code. There was no federal criminal code. High crimes and misdemeanors actually has nothing to do with an actual crime that has to be proven. High Mm -hmm. crimes and misdemeanors is a determination made by the House of Representatives. It doesn't mean nothing, but it doesn't mean what so many people, where's the evidence that he took money? Lots of crimes, by the way, are committed without taking money. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of co-conspirators don't take money. For instance, his son violated FARA. FARA is a very ambiguous law. You don't have to take one penny. You don't even have to represent another country for the purpose of gaining them any profit or anything. It's just that you represent a country informally or formally. And the idea that Joe Biden didn't know with all those phone calls, Mr. Speaker, that his son wasn't representing somebody on the other end of the line, whether it's a communist Chinese operative or Ukrainian operative or Russian operative or God. Knows. And by the way, most of this wasn't done with our allies. It seems to all have been done with our enemies. The fact is, you can be a co-conspirator in that. That's not a specific intent crime, in my view. You either fill out the damn forms that's required in fire or you don't. And if you're helping your son have all this access and so forth, and you've been in the federal government almost half a century, and you're aware of Farah, and Republicans are being prosecuted for Farah, and you're making it possible for your son. I'm just saying from my perspective, that's a potential co-conspirator. Not one dime has passed to the President of the United States. But let me ask you this, not the lecture. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Would this inquiry include, as you kind of touched on, the role of the Department of Justice, the Attorney General of the United States, they're, they're, yes. they're subordinates in really covering this up, preventing the appointment of a special counsel, and using this deal with Hunter Biden to try and protect his father. Exactly. Because that is corruption. I mean, look, to me, there are three main areas that when you look at this, it's the abuse of power, it's obstruction, and it's corruption. Mm. Tell me this. How can... A federal government investigating Hunter Biden allow the statute of limitations to run out. You've got the IRS coming in telling us they would never allow that. These are the most egregious things that he had done, but they just let it run out knowingly. 
would any other family get that provision? Mm-hmm. Think about isn't it amazing would you, would that you, no, yeah. absolutely not. And isn't it amazing, Mr. Speaker, that in every instance, decisions were made to protect Hunter Biden and his father. Every single one was made. It took a judge to uncover that. It took IRS whistleblowers. It's taken some FBI whistleblowers. It's just an amazing thing. And there's no special counsel. Everybody in the world knows there's corruption through and through here, except the Washington, D.C. media, the Democrat Party, and a few of your Republicans like Ken Buck. Other than that, the whole world sees it. Exactly. Who gets to go to dinner with their son and they get a new Porsche or an (laughs) oligarch's wife sends you $3.5 million. If you, and remember what, what the business partner said, Hunter Biden was selling the brand, Mm -hmm. the brand. So if you knowingly help sell the brand and nine of your family members get paid that don't have anything to do with it, would that not be, corruption in some way you knowingly are helping selling the brand as your position in office remember when he was vice president the shell company families got 16 of the 17 payments mm-hmm. and now one of the kids mentioned it to granddad to their father oh, now one well he, he, he never talked about it remember so these emails oh, yeah. i don't know what, what's going on 5400 emails using some pseudo name You've got Hunter Biden that's being CC'd along with the vice president, Joe Biden, by his staff. Here's the schedule tomorrow. And this is the conversation you're going to have with um, the Ukraine president. He, why is he signing off on talking? Points? Amazing. Why, why are they giving why are they giving the vice president talking points? And if you think your son did nothing wrong, why would you care if he spoke to you? Exactly. He can but, speak to you about everything. Dad, I had to deal with this guy, you know, this guy in China. He's part of the, you know, the Chinese communist regime. Okay, son, good job. I mean, if there's nothing wrong with what Hunter Biden did, why wouldn't he talk to his father? Exactly. And why why would he go on these 12 trips on the government plane with the vice president? Is that selling the brand? Why wouldn't he just want to give us these documents to clear everything up? You know, time is on his side because as he wait, got to use government and wait five years, his tax provisions go away. Mm-hmm. He tries to get some sweetheart deal. And remember, one thing you'll learn, Mark, is we wouldn't know any of this had we not won the majority. We never knew about the shell companies. We never knew about the 1023 with the FBI informant. We, we would never know the uh, IRS agents coming forward saying he's being treated differently. And then from the very beginning, we said you needed a special counsel. The attorney general said, no, you know, Weiss could do anything he wants. Well, we found out later, no, when he tried to prosecute, he couldn't. When he wanted to be special prosecutor, he couldn't. Then after he made that sweetheart deal that the judge threw out, they reward him and put him a special prosecutor. Is that is to deny us for knowing any information? I mean, the American public deserve and have a right to know these answers. So all we're saying is make Congress strong enough that can get these documents that tells what's true and what's not. When Nancy Pelosi triggered an investigation, a uh, impeachment inquiry, the first one against Donald Trump. At that point, did she take a vote of the House of Representatives? She did not. And we think of everything that Nancy Pelosi did to change the rules of the House. All I'm doing is following Nancy Pelosi. Right. Joe, Joe Biden said that was the right way to do it. Every Democrat defended it. 
from Raskin on in. So why would they be opposed now? And the second impeachment of Donald Trump, was there even a hearing? Was there even an inquiry? No, no, no. no. They went straight to a vote. So now they're very meticulous on what they demand, aren't they? You're just using their precedent. In fact, you're being nicer to them than they are because you're not going to a straight vote. You're at least having an inquiry, and most of it's going to be open and notorious, as we say. Yeah, there's nothing. The only reason we moved, it's a natural step. The only people have continued their story to be exactly the same is the IRS whistleblowers. The president's story. Now, what happens with all the president's staff? Were they being advised to tell us America the wrong stories? And think about this. Remember how far they'll go. Then before he became secretary of state, he went and got 51 people, four former Mm -hmm. CIA directors, all in the intel company, to tell the American public that this laptop is a lie. And you know what they did? They used the the mainstream media to agree with it and shut it down. Mm -hmm. Well, now we find out that is true. And if you read through some of the things that are said in that laptop of paying the big guy, complaining um, Hunter Biden about having to share his money with the big guy. Now, as I understand, you have three chairmen, House Ways Mm -hmm. and Means. You got the Oversight Committee of the Judiciary Committee. These men have been conducting really remarkable investigations. And it's on their say-so, you pretty much have waited until they gather enough information to justify an inquiry. You're trying to do this in a way where when you go to court, you can get the information you want because you're familiar with the precedent when it comes to the courts and Congress versus the executive branch. Here's what I don't understand. And I'm trying to understand the guy. You're Mm -hmm. under attack tonight by Matt Gates because he says too little too late. What in the world is he talking about? Do you know? I don't understand it. I don't know either, because I think one thing that Matt's upset about, Matt has an old ethics complaint in the last Congress, and he thinks I somehow can influence that. I can't influence the independent committee. I'm not going to. Matt goes out and is working with Swalwell to try to partner together and have a motion to vacate. Well, you know what? I'm not going to put Swalwell back on the intel committee. Now, tell everyone what a motion to vacate means. A motion to vacate is trying to remove the current speaker, right? So he's working so, with Swalwell on that? Yeah, if you watch Twitter, he, he's been tweeting with uh, Swalwell saying, you know, if you, I only need a few Republicans in all, if you can whip the Democrats, we can get Kevin out. I, I don't quite understand that, right? <laughs> but, you know, everybody has. Well, why doesn't he run for speaker? See how many votes he gets. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Remember, I'm being we quite serious. Rounds, he didn't get one. Exactly. I mean, we don't, you and I don't always have to agree, but that doesn't mean I want to lop your head off. No. No. Uh, I Remember, mean, I don't, we got 91% of the conference. I won the vote in there. That's like a primary, you know? Well, you have such and a small at, majority. Look at what we've been able to do. Think about what we've been able to do in changing Congress, opening it up, right? Back to the people's house, ma- making members actually come to vote, finding all this information, which we would never have found. Um, we continue to go again and again. Can I hold you over? I got to take a hard break. Sure. Can I hold you over a little sure. bit? Yeah. Because I see one of the things he talks about is no vote on term limits. You know, here's the thing. The Supreme Court has said when it comes to states, you can't set term limits. The limits have to be those that are lim- that are in the Constitution. Nothing more, nothing less. That's why they had to pass an amendment to limit the president's terms. Because uh, Congress can't do by statute what the Constitution doesn't permit. So if you have a vote in the House on term limits... That's a nothing vote. Mm-hmm. 
unless you can get two thirds there and two thirds in the Senate. And I don't see Congress voting to limit its terms. So I'm thinking you're going to die on that. That's a big issue. I'm just being honest. That's a non-issue because the only way you can do that is convention of states. You're not going to be able to do it through Congress. I want to come back to you, uh, Mr. Speaker. I promise. We'll be right back. Lovin. Is your cell phone in desperate need of replacement? You know the signs, right? Short battery life, so you have to have a charger on hand. Cracked screen that gives you glass splinters. Ouch. It's time to put that old phone to rest and upgrade to a new 5G Samsung Galaxy from Pure Talk for free. Get a free 5G Samsung Galaxy with two-day battery life, edge-to-edge display, and ultra-strong Gorilla Glass. When you sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, text, and 15-gig data plan for just 35 bucks a month. Plus, it comes with mobile hotspot. Get all the data you could ever need for half the price of the big carriers on America's most dependable 5G network. Make the switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk, today. Just dial pound 250 and say Mark Levin for your free, super durable 5G Samsung Galaxy when you switch to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250, say Mark Levin. Pure Talk, simply smarter wireless. Speaker Kevin McCarthy, let me just say this. You cannot put term limits in place or even a balanced budget amendment in place without two-thirds votes of both houses of Congress, which you're never going to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt Gates knows this. He said this. It's on the Convention of States website from September 30, 2019. And he yep. said he supports Convention of States. This is the only way to achieve this. Yeah, with Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution. Gives the Article 5. The do, you, do you support that? Convention of States. I support it. I support it 100%. Especially, look, states, we have shown in this country how states, conservative states, why people are moving there now. It's how to it's how to run them, how to have the freedom instead of being enforced all these others. And the argument that Matt says that I haven't brought him up yet. The one thing I want to do as speaker is bottom up. I let the committee, the members do their work. It hasn't come out of committee yet. So why can I bring it to the floor? I want to tell members what they have to do or let members have the input. Is one of the reasons it hasn't come out of committee yet is because it's going to go nowhere and it's a showman vote. And if you really support term limits and balanced budget, you want to amend the Constitution, you're not going to get it through Congress. It has to be Article 5, the second method of amending the Constitution, correct? Correct. It only takes 34 states to call the convention and 38 to ratify any amendments that are proposed. Mm-hmm. This And think about the movement in this country. We're watching these states, right? We're watching what's happening in New Mexico. She's trying to go around the Constitution. I mean, this is why there's a big movement on the Articles um, 5 for a convention. I'm one of the big movers and shakers, me and a handful of others, and we believe this very strongly. So when I hear a politician in Washington tell the American people, we haven't had a balanced budget vote. We haven't had a term limits vote. I go, what the hell are you talking about? Now, there is a budget issue, and we're going to want to have you back to discuss this, but... Part of the problem you have, Mr. Speaker, is on the other side of Capitol building. You have a Republican Party in the Senate that does not want to fight. And you have Schumer, who is proposing spending bills that are enormous, that basically blow out 
the last agreement you made. Yes. And then you have on your side, you have moderates and even some liberals that you have to accommodate. You only have a five vote or four vote lead. And I say to myself, look, I want this budget slashed. And you know I want that mm-hmm. budget slashed, Mr. Speaker. Yep. But I also want to know what my friends over there want. I can't exactly figure it out. We got one group that's talking about the border. We got another mm-hmm. group that's talking about something else. And another, shouldn't there at least be, Mr. Speaker, here is what we want. I can't tell what they want. For the last, no, for the last three months, they keep changing. And we're only strong when we have 218. Remember what we were able to achieve in the death thing. We cut 2.1 trillion. The senators are spending more than what the cap says you can. We are spending less. But people say you've got to go further. You've got to be able to win at the end of the day. We could get border security in the battle where we're going. We could actually be able to make some cuts at the same time. Take the Pelosi policies out, right? The wokeism. But if we don't pass any bills, we can't. Remember that argument where for the last five years, the senators have never passed any probes bills. They would just do an omni. So inside the debt ceiling, I put this. If you don't pass your approach bills, there's a 1% cut across the board. Everybody mm-hmm. yelled. But you know what it made it do? It made the senators actually for the first time since I think 2018, they passed the probe bills out of committee. Now, the problem is that the Democrats and the Republicans uh, voted exactly the same on that. Um, but we now at least see what it is. And now us on the House side, we're hurting ourselves by not passing more of these bills. You're saying bills out of V bills, meaning bills out of these committees. And well, we pass uh, them out of committee. We need to pass them on the floor. And these are all lower than even the one percent cut for the CR. You're not getting much help from the Senate, are you, sir? It's pretty tough. Pretty tough. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much going along with Schumer, aren't they? I don't want to get you in trouble, but isn't that pretty much part of the problem here? <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, look. Um, the House Republicans, it's, it's going to be a fight. Ring, ring the bell be if I'm wrong. That's all. Ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I'm not a senator. I got the House and I got a four-seat majority. I'm trying to do the best we can. I understand. The American people. Well, thanks for coming on. We always appreciate it, sir. Take care of yourself. Thank you, my friend. All right. God bless. So what did I do? Blow through two commercials there, Mr. Producer? We'll pick them up next hour, folks. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. 
Now, broadcasting from, from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877 Anyway, you are going to take some calls in the last half hour of the program. I've been very bad about that. 877-381-3811. Hello. Mm, yellow. You just heard Speaker McCarthy, and then I just saw this from the Hill newspaper. I want you to listen to this. Senate GOP unhappy with McCarthy on impeachment inquiry. It's a fool's errand. Senate Republicans are unhappy with Speaker Kevin McCarthy's decision to open an impeachment inquiry into President Biden as they worry it'll backfire on their party. Quote, it's a waste of time. It's a fool's errand. One Senate Republican said, who? Oh, no, no, no. On the condition of anonymity to speak freely and critically about the politically charged decision. A coward. A backstabbing rhino. Senator said even if the House did vote to impeach Biden after an inquiry, there's no way the Senate controlled by Democrats would vote to convict. Well, that was the same with Trump. That was the same with Trump. Twice. Fortunately, it'll be dispensed with fairly quickly. Listen to this Republican coward. Uh, If they ever send articles of impeachment over to us, said the Republican senator, we know how this is going to end. It just creates tumult within the conference. I can see it already, how people are going to react when they send a message if they go that far. And by the way, it's not Romney. Romney said in an interview today he supports the inquiry. You know, it's one of the pallbearers around around McConnell. Could well be a Thune or Cornyn or one of those fools. And then it goes on. Maybe this is just Kevin giving people their their binky. What's a binky, Mr. Producer? Well, pacifier? To get through the shutdown. Okay, there you go. And this is a Republican who is a Benedict Arnold intentionally stabbing McCarthy and the other chairman of these committees and the Republicans of the House, stabbing them in the back. And they look how he talks about the shutdown. Um, I have a piece here, if I can get to it in time, that I want to read to you by Kimberly Strassel. It's actually from last week, but it has staying power. And while you and I may not agree with all of it, that's not the point. The point is what's taking place. This is what the Senate Republicans are doing. They're absolutely no damn good. And you know what? When they don't get more rhinos elected, then they blame you and me. Then they blame us. The Biden administration continues to follow that old Democratic maxim, she writes, never let a crisis go to waste. Senate Republicans continue to follow their own. Let's create a crisis for ourselves. Congress is trickling back from summer recess, and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer intends to move swiftly to pass a giant, quote, supplemental aid, unquote, package that funds Ukraine assistance, disaster relief, and border security for starters. The goal is to jam House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, force him to forego whatever spending restraint was negotiated in the June debt ceiling agreement, and potentially sending his caucus into chaos. The crazy thing is that Senate Republicans are signing up to help. 
That's why I don't understand they aren't focusing their political fire on the Senate Republicans. I don't get it. We all should. The White House bait or codril is a crisis disaster relief funding. The Federal Emergency Management Agency warned in April that its disaster fund could be out of money by July. Yet somehow, the administration didn't make a priority of this critical FEMA funding during the May debt ceiling talks, unwilling as it was then to cede any of its other domestic pork, such as green subsidies and its $80 billion IRS blowout. Only after next year's spending levels were set did it cry poverty, asking for an emergency $16 billion for FEMA. Biden is threatening to blame Republicans for failing to help victims of Maui fires and hurricanes if they don't now give him the money he didn't care about before. You see the evil of this place in Washington? You see how disgusting it is? You see how they don't give a crap about any of us? The Senate's doing this with Biden and the Republicans in the Senate. And then if the Republicans in the House say, no, we're not going along with this. First of all, you're blowing the caps we already agreed to earlier in the year. And you're funding all this other crap. Then they're going to say, oh, government shutdown. The Republicans shut the government down. And not only that, they won't help the people in Maui. And they know that the low IQ radical reprobates dressed up as reporters, frauds like Scarborough, Eugene Robinson, and some of the others will repeat this garbage. And so most Americans won't have any idea what's going on unless you listen to me and read this article. The administration, meanwhile, is playing politics, as we said. The dollars cost alone of such an exercise could prove obscene, given the Senate's skill at greasing the legislative skids with pork. The White House already jacked up its opening supplemental bid to $40 billion. Wait a minute. I thought they were asking $16 billion for FEMA. No, now it's $40 billion. Significantly higher than what it suggested earlier this summer. Progressive lawmakers, a.k.a. Marxists, are lining up with additional demands for climate dollars, food and shelter money for broader crossers, and $16 billion in new child care funding. Oh, my God. You think inflation's bad now? These guys are pushing us to a depression. They're pushing us into the greatest depression man has ever known. And it goes on. Never forget, last year's Beyond the Pale Omnibus? Well, you ain't seen nothing yet. Kimberly Strassel goes on, the potential cost to the GOP could be grave. This supplemental could easily wipe away whatever spending restraint House Republicans negotiated in the debt ceiling deal, destroying the hard-fought effort at demonstrating GOP commitment to getting deficits and inflation under control. You remember when people used to say, look, look. I'm not a social conservative. I'm not a hawk. But I am a fiscal conservative. Remember those people? They don't even exist anymore. An even bigger political price would be paid for jamming a speaker with such a slim majority. The Republican kamikazes won't be bullied into submission, and they might use the Senate pressure as an excuse to dig in against work on regular appropriations. Now, the speaker was just talking about that. So we need these regular appropriation bills. 
We talked about it forever. We said we would do it when we came in. That is, these appropriating committees need to pass their bills and get them to the floor so we can vote on it and have something to negotiate with. And so what Strassel is saying here is some people are now saying, no, don't do that. Don't do that. We don't need to negotiate with this. Just shut the damn thing down. So that's where the issues come. And by the way, we're going to have our buddy Chip Roy on tomorrow. He can explain uh, what's going on better than I. In that case, the GOP will take total blame. Under the debt ceiling rules, if Congress fails to enact all 12 regular appropriations bill by the end of the year, discretionary accounts, including the military, are subject to a 1% cut. How does that help Mr. McConnell's Ukraine priority? Conversely, suppose the pressure grows so great on Mr. McCarthy that he's forced to pass a supplemental appropriation with Democrat votes. The next call may be a motion to vacate the chair, leaving the House speakerless again. And by the way, I was watching some press release, uh, press conference today, and a number of the 21 who voted against McCarthy, and they're talking like that. Well, we'll need to vacate the chair. And you heard McCarthy say that Gates is working with Swalwell, of all people. I, I don't. You know, I know there is an urge for many, particularly in the conservative and pseudo-conservative media, to quickly line up behind one guy or another. I step back and I look at this stuff. How does it help conservatives to work with Swalwell? Republicans ought to remember that they won the House last year and it is their base of power. McCarthy is negotiating to get his members to agree to a short-term CR that will allow the House to complete its appropriation process. She writes, and I don't know all this, he wants some of the proposed supplemental spending to go through the regular order, providing Republicans more opportunity to scrutinize provisions and pressure Democrats to agree to offset some White House demands. But it sounds like he's not going to get that. Again, I don't know all the ins and outs. We'll hear more about that tomorrow. I shall return. Mark in. Let's surprise everyone. Nick Waymass, Massachusetts, on the uh, Mac Levin Show, um, listening on the Mark Levin app. Nick, how are you, sir? Uh, thank you very much. A pleasure to speak with you, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, the question I had is uh, FISA warrant process uh, 702, as it's referred to, expires yes, December 31st of this year. Um, I believe it should be... Uh, uh, disbanded with, based on what happened to uh, some corruption in the Department of Justice, the way they use it to go after the Trump administration was outrageous, and I was wondering if you agree with that. I do agree. I wouldn't have agreed a few years back, but I do agree now, and they're going to have to come up with some other plan, some other process for tracking terrorists. But right now, we cannot have an FBI, a Department of Justice. You see what they do. You see what they can do with that kind of power in their hands. I don't know what the alternative is. We'll let some smart people figure that out, but there needs to be an alternative. Somehow we survived without it before. We'll survive without it again. I do understand its purpose, but they're going to have to come up with a methodology that uh, protects the American citizenry from the abuses of the FBI and the abuses of the Department of Justice, and quite frankly, the abuses of these D.C. judges who just sign off on these... uh, FISA warrants, like, uh, you know, like they're signing checks every month to pay off their own bills. It's disgusting. 
Now, maybe one of the ways you deal with this is you actually have uh, a permanent uh, defense counsel type who are in on these meetings. I have no idea. I haven't given it enough thought. All I know is if I had to vote right now, I'd vote no. Hey, thank you All right, much, sir. Uh, all right, God. Oh, wait a minute. Are you still there? Yes. Guess what, Nick? Yes. It's your lucky day. You're going to be the number one, the first person in my audience to receive a signed copy of the Democrat Party Hates America. What do you think of that, Nick? Sounds very good. I've knocked you off your feet, haven't I, sir? All right. Don't hang up. Because if we don't have your address, you're not going to be the very first. We're going to start doing that. Why? Because I can and I will. Do we have another caller, Mr. Producer? KCRG, Mike, Joplin, Missouri, the show me state. Mike, don't show me anything, but let's go ahead. How are you? Hey. hey How are your radio? I have to move on. Okay. Talk to you. Talk yes, to you sir. later. I mean, great. Great show. I love it. I listen to it every single night. Thank I you. got a message for all of the. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I mean, Republicans who are listening to you. I know they're listening to you. Yes. This crap of impeachment and not wanting to do it because it's not going to go through the Senate. That never stopped the Democrats from doing exactly. impeachment. And Biden needs to have an impeachment on his record, just like Trump did. Even if it doesn't go through the Senate, they need Let to be impeached. Let me ask you a question. There have been four presidential impeachments, two of Trump, one of Andrew Johnson, one of Clinton. Did any of them result in a conviction? No. 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 So we don't need some off-the-record puke rhino talking to his friends at the Hill uh, because they're gutless wonder. And then I look, they're worried about the next election. You know, I'm not worried about the country. I'm worried about the country today. And if this guy is not subject to an impeachment inquiry, then no Democrat ever will be. All right, don't hang up. What is your name again? Mike Buchanan. No. Mike! Mike, don't hang up. You're number two on the list. You're going to get a signed copy of the Democrat Party Hates America. Now, it has to come out on Tuesday, but we want to get you a copy. So don't hang up. We're going to need your address. Thank you, Mike. Who else do we have, Mr. Producer? Ryan in the San Francisco area, KSFO, how are you? Hey, Mark, I'm in San Diego. All right, let's go. Let's take it off the speaker right into the mouthpiece, my friend. Okay, sorry about that. Can you hear me better now, sir? Yes, sir. Okay, so I'm calling from San Diego, and I'm calling regarding, I heard some very interesting from Abbott today. And I, before I get to that point, I want to thank you again for everything you do. Thank God we have you. Anyways, oh, he was mentioning today that they've caught several terrorists um, at the border of Texas. And I would use that as another tool that they could, against for impeachment because it's endangering the American people. And the, the American people don't see this in, in this, the news. This, this is a great point. He is violating our immigration laws. He's violating the law. Ken Buck. And I don't see any evidence. Yeah, it's high crime and misdemeanor when you're violating federal statute and federal law and you're allowing the enemy to come over the border and their fentanyl and all the rest of it. I mean, I, I don't know why this is so complicated for some Republicans, not many, or for most people who aren't even partisan looking at this. They're furious. They know what's going on. Don't hang up, my friend. You're number three. You shall get a signed copy of the Democrat Party Hates America, and I shall return. 
Mark Levin, the great one. The great one, Mark Levin. Dial in now, 877-381-3811. You know, the media never discussed this illegal alien running around Pennsylvania, murdering another person, you know, I don't mean today, but in the United States. Murders his girlfriend at home, murders somebody in the United States. Uh, now stole a rifle out of a garage. And the owner of the rifle was in his garage. He also had a twenty-two pistol and started shooting at the guy, but he ran out with the rifle. The amount of resources expended and the possible additional crimes this man commits. Just imagine the cost of illegal immigration. Isn't it funny, in a sick way, how the Democrats and the media generally don't point this out? It's the cost of this one guy. That would not be a cost if we would secure the border. Now, I know securing the border isn't perfect, but it's more perfect than having an open border. That much I can tell you. And so look at all the resources that the state of Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth, has to spend that it could spend on other law enforcement activities. Stuff's gone on all over the country. The commission of rape and, and the brutalizing little kids and murdering people. I told you the report is that almost 700 people have been killed on the border. It's the most dangerous border in the, in the world right now. In the world. That's an impeachable offense, if you ask me. Fentanyl coming into this country knowingly, killing hundreds of thousands over the course of the Biden presidency of Americans. Terrorists coming into the country. Some of them have been caught, some have not, obviously. Criminals coming into the country of all kinds. Gang members coming into the country. I, I don't understand. That's not worthy of an impeachment inquiry. That is exactly the kind of high crime and misdemeanor the framers were talking about. Not that a president <coughs> goes out there and commits mass murder. Or he goes out there and commits a misdemeanor. Now they're talking about real big deal stuff, like he refuses to comply with Supreme Court rulings. He refuses to secure the border and the, and the incredible damage Mayhem, murder, suffering that that causes the, the uh, country. That's a high crime right there. Mr. Buck and the rest of the media and the Democrats out there. Oh, we don't care. We got Eugene Robinson. Let's go back to him, Mr. Producer. Eugene Robinson of the Washington Post. Of course, he's always some of this guy Scarborough. I use Scarborough just so you know as a foil. He's such an idiot. Such a rhino turned Democrat. Such a complete phony. That why wouldn't I use him as a foil? He's a perfect foil. And it's also easy to get his clips over there in media, isn't it, Mr. Producer, elsewhere on the internet? He's just there. He's so stupid. Ah, uh, but anyway, listen to this Eugene Robinson on the morning Schmo show. Cut seven go. Yeah, I think this is uh, uh, an impeachment inquiry will be basically curtains for those Republicans who won in districts that Joe Biden won, I think. That's and, right. You know, this is how the guy he doesn't think about the criminality that's going on. It doesn't bother him at all that the Biden family received tens of millions of dollars from foreign governments and front corporate doesn't even doesn't even bother him in the least. He's worried about Republicans, don't you know, in swing districts over there at the Washington Post. Republicans in the swing districts. 
purple districts. Oh, yeah, it's very troubling. I mean, they can't possibly win now. So shouldn't he be happy? Why is he warning the Republicans? And then let's hear the dumb guy. Cut eight, go. Yeah, and, and, and you look again, Mika. The question is, how much can these Republican swing voters, independents take? How much can they take, swing voters? That's pretty funny coming from these guys. More like swinger voters, don't you think, Mr. Producer? Like that Democrat candidate in Virginia. Well, she wasn't actually a swinger. She was like a porno star or something. I don't know. Pretty weird. But they're standing behind her, so to speak, over there in Virginia. Oh, they love her. There's no shame anymore. None whatsoever. No shame. None. That's why there's no shame in Biden, you see. Even though he is a, uh, a walking, talking um, mannequin. Doesn't matter. Sniffing a little girl's hair. Little girl, may I see you? Stay away from him, uh, Mr. President. God, if some secret service agent one day writes a book about this, it's going to be ugly. Uh, But in any event, there's Scarborough. You know, those swing voters, these independents, uh, how much more can they take of this, the Republicans? Now, these fools held two impeachments over nothing, pushed a criminal investigation that was an inside job, one of the greatest abuses of power in our nation's history. In our nation's history. And now they're trying to put Donald Trump in prison for what? Oh, documents. And there's Bill Barr. That that, that case is very, very serious. Can you pass the cupcakes, please? Oh, yeah, that case is real serious, Bill. I'll tell you what. Moron. You really are a moron. I don't know what the hell's happened to you, but I don't really care. Moron. And that January 6th case, they have a good point on that Ku Klux Klan statute there. I'll tell you what, that one's a killer right there in the, uh, in the post-Enron obstruction. Oh, yeah, that one, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's after dinner, of course. Then we have Joe Scarborough on with Chris Christie. Chris Christie will go anywhere for attention. Sonograms, airport radar, doesn't matter. He'll flop his body, his big, whale-like, sperm whale body on the beach. Now, everybody else isn't allowed on the beach. Remember that one, Mr. Producer? You're from New Jersey. Get off the beach, everybody. They had the bullhorns. Off the beach. Everybody off the beach. Off the beach. And then there's a helicopter news crew. They're going to, wait a second, what the hell is that? First, they misidentified it as sort of an albino sperm whale. Then they took it closer. It's not a sperm whale. That's the governor. There he is in his special beach chair. That damn thing must be very heavy. You know, I buy these cheap ones, or we do. You know, you drag them on the beach. After three times, you throw them away. They're like 14 bucks. I don't like dragging the heavy hardware out there. You know, sitting on it, whatever. I'm not the smallest guy, but I'm definitely not him. Very few people are, aren't sumo wrestlers. And he's out there, and, you know, he's all oiled up. Uh, you can't get, you know, you don't want any sunburn there. He's there with the little kids and the, and the wife. I don't think I'd take my shirt off if I was built like him. Would you, Mr. Minister? 
Maybe that's why they cleared the beaches out. Everybody off the beach. Off the beach. Get off the be- Wait a minute. What the hell is that, Frank? I don't know, Ted. What the hell is it's a sperm oil? No, it's not. No, it's a- It's the governor. So, there he is. He's on with Joe Scarborough on the Morning Schmo Show. That just shows you what a complete fraud and phony this guy is. Cut nine, go. So, Chris, a governor. So, Chris. Now they're on the first name basis. So, Chris. Chris. Chris, tell me about Trump. Tell me what you really, come on, Chris. Come on. The Republicans would back him, you know, Chris. We know what you're good for, Chris. Come on, Chris. Come on, give it to him, Chris. Give it to him. Give it. Hit him. Hit him, Chris. Hit him. There's no Chris. Yeah. Go ahead. So, Chris, I governor, no. I want to know, like, why are these same Republicans that are and conservatives that are so worried about crime, like I am and you are, they give a damn when the president of the United States does it? Oh, that's a well, killer question there. Uh, to uh, to Chris Christie there. Real tough one. Well, I'll tell you why, Joe. Because we're talking about murder, rape, mayhem in the streets, Joe. You know, physical crimes where we have real victims, Joe. People are really hurt. People are killed. This is a big problem. And so, yes, we conservatives, we back the police and we support law and order. We don't support trumped-up cases against Trump. No, we don't. No, we really don't, Joe. We have a mob lawyer that's running the Department of Justice. Yeah, Joe. Covering up for body. Yeah, yeah, Joe. We have a SWAT team that goes to Mar-a-Lago to collect documents, Joe. Oh, really, Joe? Oh, yeah, Joe. What else, Joe? January 6th. Oh, yeah, we'll use that Ku Klux Klan law. Hey, Joe, what do you think about that one? And Chris, what's the problem with these Republicans who don't agree with me, Chris? <laughs> Pass the hot dogs. Is that you going to do a pretty good imitation, Mr. Producer? Getting a sore throat from doing Scarborough. What do you want from me? What do you want? Oh, yes. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Here's Senator Joe Manchin on the cable news network, a.k.a. the constipated news network, yesterday. Very compelling, don't you think? Well, you check it out. Cut 17, go. I want to be a voice. I want to be a voice in the middle. I think anyone looks at my record and they say, Joe Manchin. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. I want to be a voice for the middle. I stand firmly in the middle. I'm a middle guy. I, I, I want to represent the middle. And I want to rally the nation around the middle. Because we in the middle stand for absolutely nothing. I have to call it the middle because what am I going to do? Say it's no labels like those idiots that call themselves no labels? No. I'm the middle. Support the middle. Vote for the middle. There's nothing more compelling than uniting around the middle. What does it mean? It means the middle. Six of one, half a dozen in the other. It's the middle. So I want to represent that growing mass silent voice of the middle. Every day they get up and they say, you know what? I wish somebody would represent the middle. 
And what is the middle? We don't say what the middle is. We never know what the middle is until we know what the middle is. What do you mean? Well, we got to find out what Ernie Grabowski says, and then Francis Miller over here, and we find the middle. Okay, so what's your middle position on the border? What? What's your middle position on the border, secured or not? What? What's your middle position, <coughs> excuse me, on Russia and Ukraine? You're for Ukraine or Russia? Well, the middle. There is no middle. What is your position? Well, I'm not sure. Do you believe in supporting law enforcement or criminals? I, I believe in the middle. What middle? What middle, you idiot? What's the middle? Oh. Yeah, it gets a little tougher, doesn't it? What kind of judge do you want? I want a middle judge. Well, do you want somebody who supports the Constitution or an activist who destroys it? I, I, I want the middle. Oh, the middle. So the Bill of Rights, they're in the middle. What does that mean? For free speech? Uh, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm for the middle. Oh, the middle. Well, that's great. You know what the middle so-called deserves, Mr. Producer? The middle finger. Because we're in the middle of a battle for the survival of this country, and we have this jerk who comes, you know, I represent the middle, and everybody knows I've represented the middle. This jerk couldn't get elected dog catcher in West Virginia. Why? What is the middle? It's a bunch of phonies and frauds that can't take a position. They lick their finger, and they put it in the wind, and they hope they hit. That's it. That's what we need, America. Somebody who represents the middle. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our truckers, the freedom fighters in Ukraine and Taiwan and around the world. And you, the best audience of all audiences. I am blessed. God bless you. See you at Amazon. <laughs>